1: What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Mike. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger as the icon of the genre. And we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Hey, John. Hello. Oh, can you sweep my chimney? Hey, we're some vulture friends. Wait,
1: what? Are we in Victorian England? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it, huh? Uh, no one ever accused me of being a good Australian accent impersonator.
2: Welcome back for episode two of our breakdown of Crocodile Dundee. And welcome back, Mike, the original, the
1: best. Glad to be back. <laughs> oh, man, we're so glad you're with us.
2: And also, uh, greetings to everyone listening on the last of the Action Heroes Podcast Network. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and if you're listening to us on our feed, go check out the podcast network. They have awesome uh, podcasts about Stallone and Seagal and
1: uh, Van Dam is a new one they just added. Yeah, there's
2: going to be some Van Dam uh, content coming soon. Uh, James Bond stuff was living over there, and you
1: won't be sorry for long. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, there's <laughs> tons of awesome stuff to check out. Um, so, by all means, do so. But I'll tell you what they don't have, Kevin and Mike. They don't have a Paul Hogan podcast, <laughs> and that's where we come in. It'd be like
0: three episodes long. Now, the, the crazy thing about podcasts, you can podcast about anything. I remember when I first got into this stuff, uh, there was a podcast about dog sled racing, right? I mean, sure. how yeah. specific can you get, like, yeah, right? There's probably like, a dozen now. Yeah, exactly. So you got to think that in Australia, there's a Paul
2: Hogan podcast. Oh, he's probably doing his own podcast, getting paid.
1: I Guarantee you, he probably is just like talking about his life and exploits.
2: In Australia, they call him Hogs. <laughs> really, oh, that's, like that's pretty nickname. sweet.
1: Yeah. That's Hogs. Hogs. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, Crocodile Dundee, 1986, probably the best movie ever made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One of the best movies of that year. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Number two at the box office behind a little film called Top Gun that did all right. I also love that shit. Um. This movie did not star Tom Cruise. Little no, known fact. i start
2: a uh, a young, 47-year-old <laughs> ingenue. Baby-faced. <laughs> making right. his first Paul film Hogan. appearance.
1: He was doing his best Harrison Ford impersonation. Yeah. He actually, I think he was just doing his own impersonation. He had his own vibe. He was better doing late than thing. never. Oh, I, abs- I mean, that, if that's anything that we can learn from Paul Hogan's life story, it's that it's better late than never. Mm. Man's yeah. 83 years old and still... One assumes living in the lap of luxury.
0: (laughs) I feel like Paul Hogan wasn't really acting in this movie. I feel like he was really playing himself. And they just, like, rolled, put a camera
1: in front of him. You're probably not wrong about that. Um, So I guess I will get us caught up on what happened in the last... Movie, so it opens right. up in the last movie. I'll get us caught up <laughs> in what happened in the last chapter. That's so Foster's first... talking, folks. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking Fosters tonight. It's Australian for drunk. It's, Aus- <laughs> it's I think it's American for Australian for beer. Oh, um, it's not bad. No, it's it tastes complaints. like beer. Uh, so in the first chapter, we overhear a conversation between Sue and Richard. Richard is in New York. Sue is in Australia he is her kind of boss she is doing a story or wants to do to do a story on a guy he's her erstwhile lover right and they're they're lovers anyway long story longer she's in australia to do a story on this guy that dragged himself out of the swamp after being bit in half by a crocodile <laughs> and lived to tell the tale <laughs> when she gets there she finds that he is a pretty good dancer and a rabble rouser in the local pub. Anyway, for $2,500, you too can fly to the Australia Outback and have your story told, or have your story uh, garnered by one Mick Dundee, played by Paul Hogan. So anyway, he and his business partner, Walt, take Sue out to the bush, and then Walt leaves them there for a short walkabout yeah. to see what happened to Mick and how he survived. Right. The premise is
2: he's going to take her through his adventurous journey of how he survived this crocodile attack. Um, So as they're walking through the brush, uh, Dundee's asking her if she's doing okay. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Dundee says it's about another hour. But, you know, with you being a Sheila, it'll probably take two. Like Misogyny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Misogyny.
2: Yeah. Sue's annoyed by that. She just says, well, I guess I'll just do the best I can. And he's like,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's all uh, you can do. You're the a woman. The thing
2: is, to me, Hogan does a great job. Like, yes, he's sexist. But he, but he doesn't... doesn't seem like it's malicious. Yeah. Like, I think he's just. He was born that way. He speaks his mind. There's no filter. Right. Which isn't. Always a good thing. No. But but I don't think he's like, I hate women. Yeah. You know, like, I think he's like just out. like, you're a city girl. You're going to slow me down. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be cruising. And maybe he would be, but... Yeah, yeah, and I don't... I think he would say the same thing
0: if I was out there with him, right? Not that I would be a Sheila, but I would think that he would say, you're not... You're used, a city You're so a tender so you're, tenderfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not used <laughs> to the, <you're> not used <laughs> to the <laughs> bush. <laughs> uh,
2: Step the game up. And, But he is, you know, making... Uh, whatever, I guess, prejudiced assumptions about who she must be when he doesn't really know her. But no one would move as fast as him by himself, yeah, surely. You know, he'd just yeah. run it. Um, anyway, they come to this dried riverbed. Uh, Dundee shows Sue the remains of his boat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like wrapped around a tree. It's got a big bite, like a chunk taken out of it. She's asking him how big was that crock. And he says it was 16 to 18 feet.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: That is huge, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's longer than your car. Long. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't
0: know croc sizes, but that sounds like it's a bit croc big croc.
2: Big-ass lizard, man. <laughs> um, so she says, and you were out here hunting crocodiles in that? No.
1: That's illegal. I was just fishing. I was just fishing. And I like the
0: way he says it. Uh, like, it's everything. He, he said, yeah. <laughs> the way he says it, he kind of does like this slow, nah, that's illegal. That's you know? illegal.
2: Yeah, it's a great performance for a guy who's not like a trained sure, actor. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's totally all the agree. eyes. Like you could tell. Like they, they are, they understand each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Big he's time. like, I'm not going to tell you that I was out here hunting crocodiles.
0: So I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this a little bit later. But I guess we should talk about it now. I've never understood why crocodile hunting was illegal. Now I understand why. Um, I, I kind of get it now that I've done a little research because I guess they were endangered were at they? that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but do do you would like, like
2: elephants, like sure, anything yeah. that People hunt for shitty reasons. Over,
0: over hunt, yeah, yeah. But um, you would think that of out of anything that you'd want to hunt, it would be a crocodile, right? You would think you'd want to
2: something that is dangerous. To I, people. Yeah, exactly. I
1: think it, it, that it's like just from a purely scientific standpoint, you're talking about the closest living relative left Mm. of a dinosaur sure for sure it's like i mean that's i mean it's a direct sharks and and crocodiles are like the two links that we have and and, i mean and certainly probably thousands of species of fish and other things that we have never seen that are like direct links to yeah bygone you know eon so i guess it's that i'm with you it's like if I was, if, it, if push came to shove, I'd be like, fucking kill the thing, I mean, but like, it, I would not want to. Well, I think, to yeah. yeah, if
2: you're getting attacked,
1: surely you're allowed <laughs> yeah, to kill exactly. Sure, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But
2: I also, yeah, it, I, I presume there, was there a shortage in the 80s, like a, an endangered... Uh, I guess,
0: but I guess I'm basing that more on what kind of happens later in the film, which I guess is coming up in a, a minute, uh-huh. where they're hunting the kangaroo. And
2: it's like he has no problem with that.
1: Well, kangaroo well, are like a nuisance. That
2: they, I think, I from you, I understand yeah. they have like run right amok. Like they're, they, they're like they're sort they're of like the, deer it's in like parts right of the know, US, park, or, or, shores, or, or shores, even it's like raccoons. They're and all over like, the place. There's just no shortage yeah. of them, and, yeah, and they can cause havoc. They also, for I know they filmed in a national park. I, I, I don't know if they're supposed to be in a national park doing right. this shit. Where animals, you can't just hunt animals in a national park that you might be able to hunt outside of a park? Maybe, yeah. I don't know, but um but yeah, he's he's very careful with his words. Here yeah, he as is. far as about the poaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and why
0: would you why would you hunt? I mean, you're not hunting it for
2: the meat. It's right? not yeah, and it's not like It's not like sell the skin. You're not you know? going bow hunting or if you're like hanging on a boat shooting at it with a rifle, like I don't know if that's sporting. Right. You know, but she asks him how he managed to escape he sort of explains like crocodile hunting behavior. Says, uh, you know, the crocodile wanted to take him down for a death roll, and then take him to his meat safe to tenderize him. It's like <laughs> some terrifying shit. Oh yeah. Uh, well, um, death roll is for real though. I did try yeah. to like yeah, look it they, up. They take, they'll bite a thing and take it
0: underwater and drown sure. it to mm-hmm. kill it. What uh, what's the guy's name in the Jaws who tells the uh, Quinn? Quinn. This is his Quint. This is his Quint, Quint. Oh, yeah, is his Quint story. Yeah. And he says it, like, Care quit. A deer, deer, right? he savors it, he? Yeah, he, he, he wants to scare her,
2: lady. right? But, yeah, he's, like, saying, oh, they'll take you under, yeah, then they'll go wedge you under a log or under sure. a rock and let the water, like, tenderize you. Yeah, like, but he didn't talking about, eat. like, a
0: deer or, like, anything. He's talking about, like, Man. humans, right? Like, yeah. he's seen or he's heard of this story Care before.
1: Oh, yeah. you ladies are spades. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he says when the croc released him to try to get a better grip, Dundee killed it. Can you imagine I mean, with the knife? You think? Yeah, yeah. I not with to. the rifle. Yeah, I would have okay.
1: thought. I would have thought with a with a knife. Amazing. Because yeah, I think like he was he probably trying to get him in a, in a death roll. He was out of the boat at that point. Yeah, been dragged I out. I can't think. There are a few things that I can think of as being worse, like drowning, burning alive, being killed by, by something by else, an animal, being yeah. killed by like something a grizzly else, grizzly bear, or no, something. Thank you. It is terrifying the thought of like
2: an animal attacking. Yeah. You don't like it. Uh, so now Sue finds all these spent rifle shells in the wrecked boat what? it's like and you, and you were just out here fishing he's like well
1: barramundi's a bloody big fish
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said with a grin like yeah they're definitely on the same page Yeah. Uh, now later on they've made camp it's gotten dark um And I also did read where, like, in filming, the cast and crew really were living like out in huts. God, that's awesome in the wilderness. You know, they weren't going back to town every night. They did that anyway, right? Whatever they do,
1: (laughs) probably. Yeah.
2: So Dundee, he asks Sue if she's ever been married. She says she was once to a guy who crusaded for a lot of like liberal causes. I guess that dude crops up in the sequel, like her ex husband as a character. Totally. Um, It's like she yeah. She says you name it. He marched anti nuke women's lib save the whales he's probably marching right now for the gay Nazis and then Dundee is like sounds like a prize rat bag I was like oh, okay <laughs> what are, what I are mean, his politics <laughs> now, well I don't know I don't know if there's ever a reason to march for like Nazi rights right but, no never
1: know,
2: she sort of defends the guy's intentions As you know he's got, he had noble intentions yeah. uh, she asked Dundee about his own politics like what do you think about nuclear arms race none of my business Yeah. It's like, that gave me the shades of, uh, like, Mary talking to Treebeard. Yeah. About, like, war in Middle-earth. And he's just like, you're part of this world, aren't you? But... But yeah, really. no, but uh, not we're really. not on
1: anybody's side because no one's on our side.
2: <laughs> nobody's so
0: on our side. A minute ago, you side. were talking about like you, uh, John came from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. And you were talking about if there was a nuclear attack, then Houston's going to be one of the first places to go, right? Definitely. Tactical no, reasons, no, yeah. nobody's going to like be blasting Australia, right? So, well, not where
2: Dundee lives. Yeah, not
0: where he lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, right? the so northwest he territory. really has no worries, right? He really, or not that he doesn't have any. But worries. you
2: know, I get you are part of the world, like if. A world war is going to affect the world in which you live. The same way, like, you could be living where he lives and say, Well, global warming, why am I concerned? Yeah, but that's like, like, Well, it
0: does affect everybody. But I don't think, like, some homeless guy on the streets of Atlanta are worried about a nuclear war attack, right?
2: They do have more immediate, like, concerns, I guess, like,
1: like eating and stuff. But yeah. for Mick, I mean, I guess it would come down to, like, eventually scorched earth is going to affect your ability to catch a barramundi or a crocodile True. or anything And like if that. anybody's
0: going to survive a nuclear attack, is going to be Dundee. crocodile. He,
1: he would have turned up in like Mad Max. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would have been amazing. He is the
1: humongous. <laughs> uh,
2: so Sue asks him about, well, what about the aboriginal people struggle to get their land back? And this is kind of weird to me. He's like saying, well, they don't own the land. You know, they belong to it. Yeah. And it's, he compares it to people arguing over who owns land as like fleas arguing over who owns the dog that they live on. Um, which, or that
1: mountain.
2: Which I it's not really an
1: it answer. May, it makes me wonder what Australian native people politics are as compared to the U.S. If maybe they're like, that's your sacred land, you can have your sacred land. Whereas the U.S. government's like, we're gonna put you somewhere else, but we're gonna take yeah. your sacred land because there's gold there. So or, it makes it makes me wonder if maybe the the rules are slightly different in Australia. Yeah, that's where that. we don't really know
2: those uh, the the politics of Australia and the history as well as we might.
1: So yeah. that line sounds a little bit entitled, though. It <laughs> <Yeah>. sounds <laughs> it like it, it sounds like, is, like one sure. a sort of oh, we that, should that all way. just
2: get along. Yeah, yeah. And it's like but you that's easy to say when you're not the oppressed person. Right. Um. But it is a nice and noble virtue. I mean, if everyone agreed like most people just want to live and let live, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that's what Native Americans want. Can we not just live where we've lived historically I and mean, not be pushed off our land? Yeah, That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> like we'd take that deal. Um anyway. Sorry, we got off topic. What? <laughs> Steering back towards Crocodile. But again, it's
0: like it goes back to Paul Hogan, the screenwriter, right? I kind of feel like he was being respectful of
1: I think he was Australia. probably trying to be, yeah. So I,
0: I don't, I, I, is that just the way that people thought back then in the 80s about Australia?
1: Or is that even some, like like we were talking about in the last episode, the reconciliation? Maybe this is pre-reconciliation thinking. Yeah, that's why
2: we're, we're out of the loop on the, what was the current events of the day yeah. that was going on there. Um, Dundee, he continues to sort of wax poetic about how... All the creatures just want to be left in peace to <laughs> do their own thing while he, like, casually picks up a snake that's, like, been slithering up behind Sue and he kills it. Okay. I like the irony of him saying, like, all the creatures just want to be left in peace as he's, like, killing a creature. In yeah. his natural habitat. <laughs> sure. Yep. <laughs> I do love this exchange where he's, like, she's stunned, right? Oh, yeah. And he's, like, oh, it's a, King's, it's a King Brown.
1: a king she's, like, poisonous?
2: Oh, yeah, deadly. <laughs> not bad eating, but they always give me gas. Man, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that King Brown is probably one of the deadliest in the deadliest world. world. I'm not yeah,
1: surprised by that. Yeah. I love that line. Of, oh, yeah, deadly. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, are you kidding? You better snuggle up next to me tonight. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Manipulation. But yeah,
0: Dundee. So, right? Yeah, if you look at it in a different light, he's not really a good guy. He's creeping on
2: her? <laughs> yeah. No. He I, just wants to cuddle. I think he's just speaking facts. I think he's a matter of fact. Like, oh, yeah, it's a deadly motherfucker. Yeah, she asked her, are there others around? And he's like, oh, there might probably be probably the one or two. Yeah, just stick close to me. You'll be all right. Like, was he going to hear one slithering up while he's sleeping? And probably. maybe he will. Maybe he <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would,
1: too.
2: So Dundee in a very paranoid Sue hunker down to sleep. It was a nice touch from uh, Kozlowski, like, looking in her sleeping bag, uh-huh. you know, which shit I wouldn't even think about. But, man, if you were, like, camping out west, you probably do want to look in really your sleeping see bag with a, a rattlesnake in there yeah. or some shit. Um, so Dundee thinks he hears something. Right. And he's, you know, and she's like, what is that? he says, oh, don't worry, it's nothing. Like, what the? F- we, I think we already know well enough to know that if he thinks he hears something, he definitely, then heard there's something out there, yeah, right? Did
0: he do that to kind of spook her? No, I think,
2: I think he, he actually heard. Something I think he already him. heard the hunters. Yeah. Like roll, he might have heard the, those truck engines five miles away or some shit. So
0: the way, so the way I saw that scene is he he already killed the snake and she's already spooked, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so then he he wants her to be close to him, right? Or i don't wants, i
2: don't read that he's trying to I don't think he's predatory on her I think he's I don't think he's trying to make her scared i, I, I don't read, i don't read it that way personally so
0: he uh so they like they lay down and he gets up and he's like what was that and she like looks off and then he kind of like looks over her mm-hmm. almost like he's like smells her or something like that i don't <laughs> know like he's sniffing her and then and then he's like oh it's nothing and then he Whatever he was talking about, he completely just drops that conversation, right? Yeah. And then he lays down, and they show a shot of him with his hat over his face, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he gives, like, the slightest smile. Like, oh, yeah, I've got her spooked now, That's right?
2: interesting. I I personally want to believe the best about Undy, and he's just a straight up legit. But he might also be trying to give her the experience of... It'll be a good story if she talks talk sure. about how scared she was. Yeah, right? I, I
0: think there is no harm in playfully teasing somebody. You're. It's kind of like you know you pull the girl's hair, you know, right. like, but you really like them. <laughs> when kind you Yeah, not Yeah, now you're you. Getting, I
2: tried that the other day. At, you
0: didn't <laughs> yeah, like now that. you're getting locked up, right? But I'm saying I think it's a little bit of the pulling of the hair, right, to tease them to because yeah, sure. I like you, but I'm going to tease you a little bit.
2: Okay, bolstering like the fact that he might have heard something yeah. is. She's like, she, cut to, you know, she snaps awake, and there's gunfire and rubbing engines, all sorts of commotion. Dundee's gone. Right. Um, She goes towards the noise. She finds, like, these drunk guys in 4 by 4s just shooting kangaroos for fun. Right. As they whip around it's in the their trucks.
1: N- North Georgia.
2: Yeah. It's those same dudes from the pub. Like, right. Same yeah, assholes yeah, yeah, yeah. from the pub. Yeah, so Dundee is there. He grabs her, ducks down as bullets whiz overhead. Dundee tells her it's those city cowboys looking for kicks. Um, she asks, you know, what are you going to do about it? And he's like saying, he seems content,
0: whatever. There's no law against it. Like, yeah. Right. That's always bought. I mean, and, and like, I guess you, Which it, you explained not, it a guess. little bit earlier that kangaroos are It, it is shitty. In They're sort of like...
1: I mean, and, and I wouldn't, I don't, this is not my personal view, anyone listening, like, but, I mean, they're so prevalent. I mean, they're all over the place. It's sort of like a vermin situation. Sure.
0: Yeah. But I also think that when you think of Australia, you think of kangaroos, kangaroos right? Sure. Like, right. Like, that's, like, literally one of the first things you think of.
2: And I think it can bother you as a human being with, like, sure. emotions and, and feelings. Yeah. And also not be illegal, though. Like, the same way that people will go and pay however much money to go hunt a lion, mm-hmm. and that bothers me like that people do that to a majestic animal, sure. you know, yeah. but it's not illegal. I guess if that's what you I, want I, to do,
1: if you get your jollies I, from killing, I fucking feel that way about squirrels. And people are like, "Don't you know what? squirrels will ruin your house and they'll do all this shit." I'm like, I mean, it's yeah, a fucking I squirrel. Mean, I'm not you gonna don't kill, kill a squirrel. Invite it
2: to live in your attic.
1: though. I'm
0: not a big squirrel fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's always just bad been, illustration. Yeah, it's kill always just been
0: bad. I've, I've never understood. I never kill
1: a squirrel. You
2: never kill a squirrel intentionally. You just want it to not eat your shit. Sure, right. I just it just always. Struck
0: me as odd that killing a crocodile, which is literally dangerous and can kill you, yeah. was always like frowned upon. I'm not saying you should kill anything, <laughs> but it's just weird that killing a crocodile was like this big taboo, bad thing, and then killing kangaroos was like no big deal whatsoever.
2: Right. Well, I mean, I think he finds it distasteful. Yeah, that's but, a gray,
1: that's a great word to
2: use. But I don't think that he's like I'm not going to go and interfere like. It's the same as any like I don't have the right dudes can be in a bar acting obnoxious, but they're not breaking it. Like I'm not gonna tell them to shut up or whatever. I don't know. But but when Dundee sees how much it's upsetting Sue,
1: he does take
2: action. (laughs) I mean, she's got a point. Like there's no there's no sport in just getting drunk and shooting at animals for fun. Like they're not even like it's not like they're harvesting the fur or the meat for any
1: reason. Leaving them dead. They're just out here to
2: have kicks on the weekend or whatever. But so uh, one of the drunken cowboys hops out of the truck to take a piss. It's that dude that Dundee laid out earlier with the punch. Yeah. Um, He spots a kangaroo staring at him. He tells his boys, like, shine a spotlight on him. Yeah, shine a spotlight. As, yeah, they see the kangaroo's got a gun. What the fuck? Shots swing out as Dundee is like making a variety of just very dangerous shots. <laughs> and it's like
1: throughout the movie, Mick almost kills a lot of people. Like he shoots the first uh, dude in the gun that he's in holding. In the gun that he's holding right in front of his abdomen. Shoots out the spotlight that the dude's holding. And he's there's no way he's getting good aim. Shoots away. beer can can. that the dude's holding. I mean, he's that good,
0: I, I guess. I think he's that good. I think that it's that's one of the... I don't want to say frustrating, but but that's the word that's only word I can think of. I think that's one of the frustrating things about the movie is that Mick has to tell these tall tales about himself, but he's actually the person that he pretends to be. be, Right? He can. He. I think every single shot that he made, he intended to make that shot. Like he intended to shoot the guy's gun. Oh sure. He intended to shoot the, the light out. He intended to shoot the beer. Out of that dude's hand. Now, maybe
2: maybe he doesn't think of himself as anything special. But he is, obviously, he is special. But maybe, like, if you're Superman... If you're the Beastmaster, do you think of yourself as like, I'm
1: really special? I'm, I'm the Beastmaster? Or, yeah, or are yeah, you I'm just like, master. I wish, like, I don't really like the attention? This is sure Podo, enough. and this is Podo. <laughs> yeah,
0: but then I, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, is, then woof. why go through the whole tell the tall tales part of, of himself, you know?
2: Uh, <laughs> I guess he was. Is
0: did he spread
1: his own legend, legend or is was, was it more? He's turism- building turism. up this legend. I think yeah. he's, he's playing the part. Wally, Wally, this is all Wally's fault. Yeah, yeah. bastard.
2: But, man, yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah.
1: Like, he's just shooting at these dudes
2: without taking proper aim at all. Okay. He's, like, supremely confident in, in his kangaroo act.
1: skin costume. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the, the city cowboys, they flee for their lives, and Sue's cheering. woo Dundee sort of stands up from behind the, the kangaroo, gives her a big smile, and uh, it's one of those perfect, like, movie moments. Oh, yeah. You know, with like the music and the, everything. The rifle
1: and the, the light behind him yeah, great man, shot.
2: Yeah, love fucking movies, dude. Um... So the next morning Dundee he's pulls that shaving gag where he's like using a razor a Bic... You know, yeah. whatever. But when he sees Sue coming, he puts the razor away and pulls out his giant knife and is pretending to shave I with a knife. I that,
0: think that, that joke and the watch <laughs> joke are two of my favorite jokes. Yeah, like, I all love so it. Good. Yeah. And I
2: think she's on to it. Like, doesn't she seem to give, like, a chuckle yeah, like yeah. uh, this? No, I don't think monster. she, no. I think. <laughs> I thought she did. She and, could, which is so funny because he puts the razor, like, right in his face, his and he
0: leaves it there. <laughs> yeah. So she could clearly see it if she wanted to, right?
2: Yeah. So Sue, looking fucking incredible. Uh, she takes her tape recorder. She begins, like I guess, taking notes for her story. Right. She's like saying the landscape is, you know, it's beautiful, but it feels empty, and there's a sense of being alone out here. Dundee is listening to all this. He chimes in, "Well, you're not alone because I'm here." And uh, she says, "Yeah, but I think I can imagine, you know, how you must have felt, or how how I'd feel myself right. if I was out here alone." And he gives a chuckle and he's like, uh, "You know, a city girl like you wouldn't last five minutes out here." This is man's country, which is kind of like ooh, cring, oh, a little cringy. Okay. <laughs> I, that's a little shitty of him because he's kind of literally laughing at her. Right. Like again, I don't think he means though for it to be hurtful. I think he's just like, "Oh, you wouldn't last a second that out here." And maybe like he's right. I, I don't
0: say to me right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm an old school dude yeah. and like there's a spiders and you don't know what you could eat and whatever else is going on here. He's just extremely blunt, I think. Yeah. And
0: also, I mean, the Australian outback isn't like walking through the woods in New York state, right? Like the Australian no. outback is a lot more dangerous. than. Everything yeah. can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Then. So it's not just that she's a Sheila, but it's like, this is literally
2: the she's Australian an un-trained outback. Sheila. This is a different world. Yeah. 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 So that she says, you know, oh, that's right, I'm only a Sheila. And uh, Dundee gets a little bit of a look on his face, I thought, where he's like, oh, maybe I was too harsh mm-hmm. on her. So Sue, she's determined now. She says she's going to go on ahead by herself, and, you know, let's just meet at our next stop.
1: At that rocky escarpment up escarpment ahead. Escarpment
2: is a great and word. I was like, what is, is an escarpment? It's <laughs> like exactly like an out-rocky yeah, thing like jutting up like out of the earth. Stone right? Mountain, but smaller. Yeah. So... Uh, Dundee tells her well take the rifle with you and if you get it in trouble you know fire some shots off in the air in the uh, she picks it up she's checking it out he very like patronizingly yeah, he, he says well, that's he, the
1: dangerous but one. again I think to Mike's point that I think that this is Mick Dundee maybe a little bit playing the part but maybe also he doesn't know that he's being misogynistic I think it's just, just the world yeah, he grew up in yeah exactly
2: yeah. I can see that I mean it's a little
0: dickish but you know, I was kind of surprised he let her go. Like, I'm surprised that he didn't really
2: no. try to talk it's her out It's kind of
1: awesome that it. he was like, yeah, he, take the gun. Yeah, like, he he right, knew, so yeah.
2: right? Like, I'm going to follow her. She won't know I'm there, I guess. Like, I'll be nearby. awesome. I'll be That's nearby. Sure. Whatever. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I do like, though, she shows, you know, she can handle herself. Oh, yeah, she takes yeah. that rifle, she cocks it and shoots it, like, about an inch away from his toe. Sure. This is actually so, a really
0: good character
1: development, because... Yeah, she, she can she handle could, like, herself a little bit. Pick it up and, like, From weekends Wiley of and... ski shooting on her father's <laughs> okay, that, like, her father's that, like, like, that, that
2: whatever... Pentathlon, yeah, like the or the biathlon. I do cross country skiing and sniping. That's some
1: shit she would do. We'll get into that (laughs) later, though. (laughs) So sniping. That shit was developed in Russia, right? Had to have been. I'm sure. (laughs) Ukraine or Finland, Belarus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's put you on
2: some skis and give you a gun. That sounds like 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 some James
1: Bond shit. So
2: Dundee, though, he looks surprised that she knows how to handle that gun. Yeah, she goes marching off, and I, I guess what's happening here, I think, is they're like both. Learning not to judge a book by its cover, yeah. a little bit. Like, she's like, "Oh, he's, you know, he saved me from the snake. He's like, handled the like the kangaroo, kangaroo hunters. hunters, yeah, whatever they were." Uh, now, as she's making her way through this rugged terrain, we got real tense music is playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We see Dundee is sort of following her, but he's keeping out of sight. There's this moment where he's like cat-like walking along a tree
1: branch, almost. Took his shoes off. And this is where we've seen her, where she's apparently at some point stopped to get out her floppy hat and mosquito netting wrap <laughs> or whatever the f- shit. Uh-huh. Like, what? What? Where that come from. It,
0: so it kind of throws the whole scene off for me.
1: I know hey, the I was like, what the
0: fuck? Because she comes out of nowhere with like, this, that? this elegant, hey. like, <laughs> hat and wrap. And it's like, we're, Like what?
1: I feel like even even someone that is upper crust.
0: No, it's it's out of place, completely out of <laughs> yeah. place. I don't yeah. understand why she. But I, I don't understand why she wears. I, I like I don't understand why she wears a hat, but it's kind of like Romantic Stone, where he was like, no, nah, you can't wear We're these, these tiny heels, heels and out shit. in this. Yeah. In the he, like, why are you wearing that stupid hat? Like, I, don't know, <laughs> yeah.
2: I I think yeah, I don't know. I, I don't do know. love that
1: he's following her through the trees now, like he's sneaking like Tarzan, along. like he's doing that Tarzan. like cat
2: like shit. Where I think that it sort of sets the stage for what we'll see later. He's just very like nimble and agile yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so she stops to cool down at a pond she strips down to her swimsuit and Dundee's reaction was the same as my own <laughs> I think man when she takes that skirt off it's like holy shit like that image is burned into my brain <laughs> that was like the moment I think that I realized how pleasing the, the female form could be What yeah. do you know <laughs> Linda to our, to, <laughs> yeah dude I mean 10 year old Kevin was like Holy Boy shit. shit. Yeah. So it kinda
0: makes you think, like, why is she dressing like that in front of Dundee anyway? Not that she knew that he was there watching her, right. but she still put that swimsuit on, right?
1: Like that's not uh-huh. a normal It's not hiking gear Yeah, that's not a
0: hiking swimsuit, right? Yeah, she's kinda of, kinda of doing it fashionably. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like Which well, she explains the the hat and the scarf and everything. The
1: mosquito net scarf. Yeah. yeah,
2: but man, I yeah. It's like <laughs> she was stunning.
1: Uh, Way to go! I think is
2: presumably she might be single right now. How often do you think she's
0: asked about that scene, like at uh, Linda Kozlowski? Like, I
2: don't know. I wonder if she's on Twitter. I'll look for her. I'll de- I'll slide in those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> what is she like sixty now? Oh,
1: at yeah. least he's eighty three. So yeah, yeah. She, yeah I bet she still got it going on, man. I'll. I'll probably, never...
2: I mean, they got a lot of money, right?
1: Uh, yeah, she probably got a good.
2: I don't know if he had a prenup on that.
1: She got half of that Dundee money. I don't know what the law is in Australia,
2: but or where they got married for that matter. <laughs> anyway, uh, as she approaches the water, seems like Dundee was about to try to warn her. Right. I think he, he bolts up, but he busts his head on that tree branch and falls down. Now, she's like splashing water on her face. She's going to refill her canteen. This huge crock
1: comes yes. up out of the water.
0: Probably yeah, like bigger than the one that may got attacked
1: by Yeah, the one yeah. that jumps out seems like the biggest yeah. animal in the movie. Sure. Uh-huh.
2: And that's a great jump scare. Same so, time. The thing, like, it snaps its jaws closed. It grabs the canteen that she was holding out, which was, like, strapped around her neck. Right. So now they're in, like, a tug of war Yeah, or I know your
1: adrenaline would be pumping in this moment, but I don't think there's any way that oh, she doesn't yeah. get pulled in. Yeah, she's At left that left moment, sure. she's well, I, dead. She'd I feel like dead. she could
2: have just ducked her head in the... And the, the canteen would have just come off. Well, she's a Sheila, though. But I don't know what... I don't think you can judge anyone's reaction in that moment. Uh, like, yeah. are you thinking about anything except trying to pull back? I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, Dundee, though, he comes quickly, like, running in. It's a badass shot of him, like, leaping over oh, things. Like right? Yeah, uh-huh. like the a
0: hero shot for
2: sure. And right as the strap on that canteen snaps, Dundee just jumps right on top of the cross, like, not a moment's hesitation. Plunges that huge knife like in the top of his skull. Right, Ooh. that's not the
0: first croc. I mean, obviously the croc that bit him, but that's not the first two crocs that he's ever killed. Right,
2: he's yeah. done. This oh yeah, well, he's a poacher. Yeah, but he's reformed, usually doing it with a rifle. I guess. poacher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a rad kill, though, man. Yeah, he, like puts the knife in and then like twists, twists it. it and yeah. And yeah.
2: Now you guys need comfort Sue, who's who's in shock. You know, she's like, "Is it dead?" He's like, "Well, if it's not." I'm gonna have a hell of a job skinning the bastard. That thing was huge. That was like cool. the shark and
0: Jaws huge, right? Oh dude, like yeah, twenty foot. Twenty five.
2: <laughs> it's clearly not like a real living creature. Classic, yeah. I don't know, man. Jaws is classic, bro. That's a kind of
1: crazy bastard. Uh, but
0: um yeah, that was a I mean, that was huge. Enormous yeah. for
1: my
2: wildlife lovers out there. Might recognize it also as an alligator, or like at least it was shaped. It didn't yeah. have a crocodile-shaped right. head. It was an alligator-shaped head. But whatever. That seems like a bad oversight, though. Yeah. Maybe they huge. outsourced them. Give us a croc, and it turns up the day of from the Americans, you know, and it's like an alligator, and they're like, "Well, fuck." So you saying? Uh, but so I just think they say. Well, I think they shape. I don't think it was a. I don't think. I think it was a fake thing manufactured by me. Sure, yeah. So why not make it a fake
0: crocodile? Yeah, (laughs) why
2: not shake the head right? Sure. But I think it was probably just a mistake by whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I might ax the whole thing out of the podcast. Because (laughs) I don't like talking bad about Crocodile Dundee at all. Um, So now, later that night, Sue is sort of kicking herself that Dundee was right, you know, about this not being a place for her out here. Uh, Dundee tries to soothe her, saying that, you know, oh... from what I hear, from Walt, you know these cities can be just as dangerous. It's
1: very charitable of him.
2: Uh, he, and he's not wrong, I guess. No. No. Um, yeah, he, I mean, I feel like, like he's like now is not the time to play the macho yeah, asshole. Especially like '80s New York, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: Pre Giuliani. Yeah, that shit was dangerous <laughs>
2: for real. So, uh,
0: so I uh, before we started recording, I had mentioned that I don't think that this movie could be made right now. Hmm. Um. I thought that they made Sue like a strong character all the way up to that point where then she kind of like...
2: She's kicking herself over this thing? Yeah, know? a little
0: bit because she kind of gives in to the idea that she couldn't make it in the outback.
2: Well, she's just... it's like she's scared, I get it. And she's out of her element. The yeah, same way, sure. like, could Dundee make it on his own in New York? Probably not. Yeah, Like, but whether, he needs someone to show him around.
0: But whether it be right or wrong, I just don't think that they would have a female character as that, that would show a flaw like that I'm curious
2: about that Today, new Jungle Cruise movie
0: with, with The Rock work, and Emily I Blunt and if blood. they sure. if,
2: if she's just a strong go-getter and she can take care of herself or if I haven't seen it but I guarantee sort of she's kicking ass and, and, rock. And,
0: and Rock is a bumbling stumbling <laughs> guarantee I hope so I
1: hope, it's, I hope it's good
0: yeah I mean do, do y'all uh, listen to the Critical Drinker by any chance no, but it back. sounds
1: like a thing I should listen <laughs> to. You
0: guys would love The Critical Drinker. Absolutely. Does uh, he but, talk movies? Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah. Okay, but awesome. if you get a chance to listen to him, he he has like a good theory on this. <laughs> cool.
2: I love it. <laughs> so uh, Sue asks him if he's ever lived in the city. And he says he's never been to a city, which is like, I think Paul Hogan is, is now so synonymous with this character that you can forget that he's not this guy. Right. Like, Because Paul Hogan was a city guy. He was born in Sydney. Mm -hmm. I mean, he grew up working in the city and everything like that. Um, But, yeah, Crocodile Dundee never been to a city, I guess. He says he thinks that cities are crowded, and if he went, he'd only make it worse.
1: I like that mentality. It's a
0: nice little uh, philosophy, yeah. Do you think that this would be the equivalent of, like, an Atlanta guy... Writing a movie about like a, a Georgia a, like a southern South Georgia like guy. a South Georgia guy is that would that like be a, the equivalent?
1: And um, I'm trying to think of the most rural place in in North like or if North if South a, Georgia. Like if a uh, uh,
0: like if a uh, um if you're a like, Deliverance like if, uh, or guy, show. wrote like Deliverance.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That, Where you're maybe it, paid,
2: and maybe you get by with it because you're you are from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So
1: I'm not going to mention names, but there's this guy on the opera circuit and he's having a great he, he, that guy's dead <laughs> he's having a great career like very talented guy but like he pitches himself to media and opera companies as being this guy that grew up in the like the back fucking woods of Texas 30 minutes north of Houston like yeah, it's I was say. the mean, the mean streets, I of, say it's like mean streets of the went. Houston it's suburbs. Like, uh, it's like uh, <laughs> it wasn't Detroit in the '80s. Sure, Let's just yeah. say uh, uh,
2: Where were we? <laughs> oh, in the meantime,
1: you can cut that out. <laughs> in the meantime,
2: Dundee has whipped up some sort of a balm. Treat uh, to treat Sue's injured backside. She must have like hurt it when she I think this is Kevin's second. She fell fell
1: and scraped it. Well, I like uh, the rocky shoals.
2: I like her. You know, she says it's just a scratch, and he's like, Well, scratch can turn septic out here. (laughs) He's like, Come on, let me have a look at you. Let me look at that ass. He has her
1: assume the position, and Uh uh, then he
2: hears something off in the darkness and he goes to check it out. Um, oh, yeah. Like,
1: she's like it's like living with Davy Crockett.
2: I wonder is Davy Crockett something that kids today know who that is no. at all? No, no,
1: no. Reference? I God, I hope they do. It's a big part of American history. Coonskin mean, cap, kind of. Living in the Tennessee Kill him a bear like, when he was only three. <laughs> Davy, now, Davy, Davy,
2: Davy, was he also Davy. at the Alamo? He and an so Australian awful. wrote this, so yeah. like
1: he's he's he worldwide. He's globally Davy down. Crockett. Was at the Alamo? I think so. Or that David Bowie was at the Alamo.
2: He might have been there too.
1: <laughs> both Davies. <laughs> no, both David Bowie. David Bowie was at the Alamo. Jim Bowie. Jim Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: David Bowie. If David Bowie was there, that'd be incredible. <laughs> the white
1: Duke. The thin white Duke. The thin white Duke was there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ziggy <Starman>. Stardust himself. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh they would have God. kicked ass at the Alamo if <laughs>
2: David Bowie had been
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, so...
2: <laughs> Uh, Sue, she hears a noise from out in the darkness, and she sees this figure approaching. Oh, no. A face appears from behind a tree. It's kind of got the tribal face paint on, startling Sue. That's a scene that feels like, oh, this movie is in danger of turning super offensive, like at that moment. But as a kid,
1: did you think that? No. I didn't.
2: As a kid, you're totally naive. As a kid, like... But you're like, oh, boy, is it like...
1: But even, like, if you look at... What are we doing here? If you look at American... Like a Native American um war paint and then Australian aboriginal tribal paint mm-hmm. especially like in those in this situation I mean it's there's something very ethereal and otherworldly about it which I think is the point mm-hmm. but it's like this even seeing this scene having watched it and I haven't watched this movie in years seeing that that paint um, on Neville, yeah. brought back this feeling of like wow. It's so it's so like mystical and otherworldly. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. cool. He has such
2: a striking face
1: yeah. to Neville.
0: But. Uh... But honestly, don't you think like a regular white guy could have just stuck his head out of that, and that would have been <laughs> still be scary as scary? Because as you're in <laughs> uh, yeah, the middle of it. Yeah, more
2: scary, more <laughs> scared. Yeah, maybe. yeah.
0: Like he could have been anybody that stuck their yeah. head out from behind that. Tree. I just thought myself
2: like, oh boy, what are we doing here now? We're introducing yeah, yeah. like now a threatening sort of person of yep, color here, Sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like. But Dundee appears behind the man and holds his knife to his throat, uh, and then. Neville's high-pitched sort of voice. i Mick. You fry shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so I ought to make. <laughs> I thinking of a oh, man <laughs> when he's rendering first aid to a lady. That's such uh, a good he's like, line. Oh, is that what you are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that joke. Neville. Dundee got a good kick out of it too. Neville is awesome.
1: Uh, that's Which amazing. It's kind of
0: funny oh.
2: that he could see this is gonna sound crazy
0: but he could like literally see what they were doing from that far away like he was
1: yeah observing
0: totally. them as he was walking up
2: uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so Dundee introduces his friend Neville is played by David Goupilil Gup- yeah maybe something like something along those lines um, he's an Australian celebrity in his own right he's a famous tribal dancer mm-hmm. Um now, I get the impression from this that the filmmakers were, like, making it a priority, I think, to try to be respectful and reverent in the way that they depicted Aboriginal people. You know, um, Dundee asks Neville, what are you doing out here in the dark? Neville saw, says he's on his way to the corroboree. Corroboree. Corroboree, yeah. Um, he's not thrilled about it, but his dad's going to be mad at him if he doesn't show up. And I think that that's, like,
1: I, I've read a lot of articles recently and listened to a lot of things, especially during the pandemic, talking about uh-huh. the the transmission of Native rights and stories and customs uh, here in the U.S. especially. But that it's like a lot of the younger people are like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. But then older yeah, people are yeah. like, come on, you got to do this. And so, like, this made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm into it dude yeah. I think it's like it, it
2: paints a more complex character than Definitely. These, you know a bushman or whatever um, Dundee you know explains that Neville he lives in the city mm-hmm. but his dad is a tribal elder now another great gag Sue goes to take a picture of him and he's like oh no you can't take my picture it's like, oh, you, you're afraid this is going to take your spirit away. Yeah. No, you got the lens cap on. <laughs> well, first yeah. of
1: all, how presumptuous is it of her yeah, as a reporter to be like, I'm just going to take this guy's picture start, start snapping. What the fuck?
2: Um, it, the the movie though continues to like play to our preconceptions on like what these rugged backcountry yeah. types must be like. Yeah. Um, there's also the great moment of like Neville's wearing a Rolex. Yeah. You know, yeah. he like, yeah. like, looks at
0: like it's like nice gold shiny watch, watch <laughs> like city watch. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's amazing, dude. Um, so this is interesting to me. I'd always thought as I mentioned before like this movie might Australians might find it offensive. Right. Like we're not like that these kind of characters, especially the Donks and Nuggets, you know, of the, <laughs> of the world. Of the, the pub crew is like the Australian version of Hillbillies or whatever but i'm intrigued by this cuz i think it was i think it was the writer shady who said this that he thought when they were making the movie or writing it they did not really think that anyone outside of australia is ever going to see this like it's going to it'll be a little australian I hope that's movie that's true
1: that's awesome if it is
2: and if that's the case then it'd be like i it's more like um what am i trying to say that you're not painting a picture of this is what Australians are like for the rest of the world. It's more like maybe for urban Australians. Yeah. Or it's like, I know that guy. Like, I know a donk. I, that's, like, that's my that's, uncle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, your, exactly. your country type relatives sure, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You can have a little laugh um,
0: at them, but not not in a whole, yeah. harmful way.
2: But they didn't think of this as like a global phenomenon that it might become at the time. It was just like, oh yeah, we're just writing a movie that's you know, because I don't think many movies other outside of Mad Max had really broken out to be a global hit. Maybe Gallipoli was out by then. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's food for thought. I don't know. So, Dundee, he says uh, he's going to go with Neville to pay his respects. Sue asks if she can come, and Dundee's like, no, no, women are strictly taboo at right. these, uh, these gatherings. So... S- as Neville leaves, Sue's asking Dundee, like, how does he find his way in the dark?
1: Here comes some bullshit.
2: He says, well, some people believe that Aboriginal people are telepathic. You know, they think their way. And then we hear this, like, loud crash. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I hate the bush. Ah, oh, I hate the bush. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a crash and a
1: splash like Neville's falling in a hole. Yeah, I love that. There, joke. Are,
0: there are some really great jokes in this movie, and it is cool yeah. because they're definitely, like, Australian dogs, but anybody can get them anybody can understand uh-huh. but behind again
1: it. to your point what you were just saying it probably was for the benefit of like urban Australians that were probably like they don't the play the preconceptions aboriginals are just like backwards people and I was like no this guy works in the city sure. and he goes home on the weekends to hang out with his tribe it's like it, a family like,
2: it's like the fucking yeah. family reunion or it's whatever like, like you're your You fucking know?
1: family reunion except not near as cool <laughs> I mean <laughs> their family reunion's cooler than yours yeah, yeah yeah I do feel a little bit like the, the telepathy bit plays a little bit
2: into those same type of stereotypes that we all often see with yeah. Native Americans. yeah, Like there's something mystical well, about yeah, them or supernatural, I mean, whatever. They're one with nature.
0: Yeah, um, Mick and Walt are definitely trying to paint this mythology of Australia yeah. to, to Sue in, in the hopes that she'll write it that way. But sure. at every turn something happens that disproves what they're doing, right? But, it, but it, like I was saying earlier, I don't really understand why they're doing that because I feel like Mick is the person that he's trying to fable himself out to be. Yeah. He's got those abilities. Yeah. So.
1: He's got the touch. (laughs) You got the touch. (laughs) He really does.
2: He just goes like trotting like completely, you know, stealthily out into the darkness. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Um, Now, at the corroboree, is in full swing as Sue sort of sneaks up on it. Love it. Uh, Then the actor. Gopilio, uh-huh. Uh he choreographed all the dancing stuff for the, the movie. The
1: dancing in this scene is awesome. Yeah. The music they is like so great badass. as well. Um,
2: so awesome stuff. So Sue is looking through her viewfinder. She's looking for that perfect shot. She sees Dundee in there. He's got his shirt off. He's face and chest painted. I love that he's accepted.
1: Into the mix. Well, I oh, mean, is yeah. this the
2: tribe that he grew up in, maybe? I feel like, yeah. Maybe, or, or they know, he knows Neville so well. Or
1: if he's, like, a guest, they know that he's part of the community. He's respected sure. in the community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, now, Dundee, like, instantly notices her as well.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. As
2: she quickly lowers her, her camera and, and leaves. That's the moment where I think we, like, can understand there's something about this guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Right? Again, he doesn't have to keep trying to pump himself up to be... Something that he already is.
1: Sure. He's a shaman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's Billy from Predator. Yeah, Yeah, he he knows something's out there. He just, yeah. Um, So later on that night, Dundee is returning to camp. Sue asks him outright, you know, is he telepathic? (laughs) He seems to like give it some thought. He's like, "Mm, how do I answer this? Um, And then he's like, nah, it's common sense. You're a woman, you're a reporter. That makes you the biggest busybody in the world. Again,
0: like that would not fly today. I don't think. Uh, right? I mean, like that line, like the whole sentiment I, behind it.
1: I think that he in that in that moment he was trying to be more joking to like tell her like I told you you shouldn't come out. I knew and she's you like, would no, anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, I can live with that. And she sort of accepts that uh, ribbing from mm-hmm. Like, what if he had just said before, If he had said originally, I mean, he did say women were taboo. If he had said women aren't allowed, would like, that have that have made a? De- I don't know. Who knows?
2: But uh, she like marvels over the events of the day. She says that croc was gonna eat me alive, <laughs> and Dundee killer game Baller. game was on point. He's like, I wouldn't hold that against him. The Same thought crossed my mind once or twice. It's like that is yeah, hell yes. And he's not and thirsty. Right? Like
0: he's not like no, because he, said, oh, he played like, it cool and he and just he pulled just, his hat down. And he's
1: just like. He hunts all mean, of the shit out of that. She was charmed as hell too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's, he's a, a
0: he's a player for he's sure. a smooth, smooth operator. Smooth
2: <laughs> operator. Smooth <laughs> operator. Oh my God. Okay, that's a great point to leave it off oh, uh, I'm for sad. this episode. I guess I
1: need more fosters if we'll we're going to pour
2: another one out, crack another one of these. Mike, fat thanks for being with us. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, dude, Enjoy it's, being here,
0: man.
1: It's it's uh,
0: nostalgia. We're yeah. gonna on, yeah, yeah. nostalgia on nostalgia. It made me. Uh, Put a babysitter on my kids all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to tuck you all into our marsupial pouch of awesomeness for the next oh exciting episode. God. We'll see you next time. Yep, we'll be back.